Hi, Manuel. First episode of our new podcast. Hi, Max. Yeah, we thought we start this quickly and easily with the obvious question. It's the beginning of the new year. How was your start into 2024? Smooth start. Uh, nothing special. Um, I celebrated New Year's Eve with a couple of friends. You were there. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. But not too long. That, yeah, not too long. But, old uh, man. We're getting old. Yeah. Um, but other than that, back to work, back in on recording videos and, and this new yeah. podcast. And that's actually an important new aspect of our work. We decided to start a podcast in 2024. Yes. And I think we start directly with the topic that's basically all around the tech industry yeah. in 2023 and also 24 already. Yeah. The state of the tech industry, employment, people getting fired, etc. Yeah. Maybe you want to have a take on that? The new year uh, seems to start as the old year ended, you could say, right? I mean, we had um, some massive layoffs again by uh, Spotify in yeah. December. Great timing. Uh, yeah, perfect. perfect. Uh, shortly before Christmas. Yeah. Um, and, and now in the new year, we're just a couple of days into the new year and we got already... Uh, some layoffs, we, we, we have them here, uh, yeah. like Duolingo, Twitch, uh, Amazon, also with their Audible, um, audiobook business, uh, layoffs by Google, yeah. uh, who laid off significant parts of their um, voice assistant division, yeah. um, as it seems. So, again, starting with some massive layoffs. Yeah. Indeed. And we'll also share this um, source with you, so you can check this on your own. And... That's actually also how we want to dive into this podcast now, because we want to have a quick analysis, at least our points of view, about yeah. the situation as it's now, but also how we came into the situation. And also, little hint ahead, as Max said, layoffs are happening. But we'll, of course, focus on the tech industry, but we'll think about the details. So who are these people that lose their jobs, yeah. actually? And and what does it mean for, for us developers, right? Yeah. Because yeah. obviously our audience, you and ourselves included, yeah. we are developers, we are working in that area. Yeah. And the the obvious question, of course, kind of is, will this continue this year? And also, of course, what does this mean for yeah. developers? Also, of course, if we consider that we have this whole AI topic, yeah. are and these layoffs happening because of AI? If they aren't, will we see more layoffs due yeah. to AI? So lots of interesting Indeed. questions Indeed. around those layoffs. But we'll have a look at the extraordinary growth that we saw actually with the beginning or at the beginning of the pandemic. So let's say 2020, yeah. 2020, end of 2020 and 2021 especially. Yeah. Those were basically the, the, the days where the whole market went crazy. You could yeah, say. absolutely. Um, people got hired and hired and hired. The online business in general grew extremely. Yeah. Huge we, spike. Yeah. This this was true, by the way, also for, for I guess, for YouTube, for Twitch, for online courses, you must yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw like a, a massive increase in sales in yeah. 2020, 2021, uh, because obviously everyone was stuck at home yeah. and, and people, um, therefore, for one, spent their time learning new things. That was like the online learning uh, boom that we yeah. experienced, but also in general, with everyone being at home, with uh, work happening at home, of course, a lot of uh, digital services or companies with digital offerings saw a massive increase yeah. in sales and demand. And that, of course, led to a lot of 
people getting employed there because a lot of companies with digital products grew rapidly and, and kind of therefore decided to hire a lot yeah. to keep up with that growth and expected future growth. And we'll also do our best to bring in some business perspective into yeah. that because obviously we have a business for more than seven years now actually. And our thought on that is besides that or actually in addition to this demand that we see that growth in the digital industry, the market was also perfect for it because we had yeah, low interest absolutely. rates back then. Companies saw maybe even investment companies, banks, etc. We won't dive into all these details, that there is a huge market. So yeah. they invested into this area. I mean, obviously, Google doesn't need any big financing, I guess, but there are also many startups, etc., who found that or who saw that online business is a great opportunity and they had the financing capabilities to get the money in the end to yeah, start or grow their companies. So I guess that was uh, the combination of everybody being at home, digital products yeah. being the trend and cheap money. Yeah, absolutely. So with cheap money around, and as you said, this entire trend to to work from home and so on, obviously, um, a lot of growth happened and a lot of hiring happened um, in various companies. I mean, we even had extreme scenarios like um, Google or those other very big tech players hiring staff just to make sure that their competitors couldn't hire them, especially developers. And that's, of course, insane if you think about it, that you pay someone just to do a job you don't really need to get done just to make sure they're not doing that at someone else. And actually a good sign, typically, if things go that crazy, yeah. then you see it's a bubble, right? It's not only true for the, the tech market, we could name general, general markets, yeah. think about the stock market, etc. We won't dive into this topic now. But actually, this was the point in time when you actually could have seen, well, I don't think this is going to continue, we might go back to normal. But yeah. honestly, we also weren't sure how this continues, to be honest. Yeah, of course. Because we love what we do, we loved our business, so things were good. So yeah. everybody thought kind of, although we saw these warning signs in the end, I guess nobody wanted to see them or said, yeah. well, but things are fine. And I think with that, we can actually already finish this bubble part yeah. and now come to the maybe more interesting and actually current stage of that whole thing. It's the burst of the bubble, yeah, how you want to exactly. call it. So things went this Downhill, direction. Yeah. Downhill, yeah. Um, I mean, as you said, it, it was uh, clearly uh, a bubble and What's interesting is if you're in a bubble, and I mean, the same was true for what we already said, online course growth yeah. and, and so on. Of course, you maybe see that this is an an extraordinary effect, an extraordinary event, the pandemic and, and the cheap money around it that led to that growth. But obviously, you don't really want to believe yeah. that it true. ends at some point. Or you're just not sure because maybe it's the new normal. I mean, during the pandemic, we heard new normal all the time. Yeah. Was it regarding mask mandates or um, regarding economic questions? Yeah. Um, the world changed basically to this new normality. Yeah, whatever exactly. You want to call it. Yeah. I, I mean, here in Germany, and I can't imagine it was the same all over the world, there was a lot of discussion whether people would go back to in-person meetings yeah. or fly again or yeah business, exactly business, or do business trips etc all those business trips uh, there was a lot of talk about that 
not happening again, yeah. that we would scale down to only a few business trips and that we would do all those meetings remotely. And I guess now we're back to record numbers regarding yeah. flights. Maybe a bigger share of those flights is still vacation and private uh, stuff, but still we have lots of business trips again, yeah. lots of in-person meetings because people also like to see each other. Yeah. You don't want to do everything remotely. And I think that also kind of led to that bubble that you, whilst you're in that situation, assume things or make assumptions that are wrong, but you can't really see them as wrong in that moment. But, but I think the question is also, I totally agree, but what would you do or what would be the consequence if you would see that the bubble will burst? If you want to yeah. if you are a developer or want to become a developer, would you say in 2021, for example, no, I'll quit that now? Yeah. Probably yeah. would say, no, no, I try my best. I think it's a great chance to enter this market to, to, to get the skills and the knowledge I need to get a job in that area. Yeah. And even if you get fired now, which is sad, obviously, you, you have that knowledge and you might be back in the job in one or two years from now. So I think it's always yeah. difficult to accept that this is a bubble or you can accept it, but what would be the right consequence now? So I guess it's a difficult situation or it was a difficult situation for everyone. Yeah, Many people were happy and now we have this burst thing and yeah, now it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I agree. Um, whilst you're in a bubble, even if you like feel like this is not normal, mm. this is going to change, also, if you run a business, you, of course, still want to ride the wave and you don't want to be the one who says, okay, I I'm going to pretend this is all not happening and then I'll be well prepared once the bubble bursts. Because what do you do if it doesn't burst, if it bursts yeah. too lately? Or maybe even you can earn more during the bubble than you lose when it bursts. That's the thing. And the other crazy thing was, as we talk about tech industry mainly, Every industry went crazy. Went crazy. Yeah, if you absolutely. think about the housing market, the car market, whatever you want to call it, every industry went, went crazy and saw new highs. So what basically happened is in the end that this burst that came here, you could have seen it. You saw the inflation, you saw all these things that overheat. But generally, when things really started to decline was when when the interest rates increased, yeah, at least in, our, in my opinion, at least I don't know how you yeah. see that. And so the idea is to increase interest rates to reduce inflation so this inflated market kind of bursted so yeah. we are not experts in that area but at least that's our thought on it i guess so yeah. and actually it was kind of the intention of it yeah and now we have that consequence and now we're not totally happy so it's a kind of a strange situation i guess yeah that's true but on the other hand i mean what you said earlier is what does this mean for developers or yeah. was it a bad idea to kind of become a developer now that we had all these layoffs. And I think if we come back to, to this question, it's important to understand that all these massive layoffs we're seeing are of course happening to a huge degree in the tech market because yep. this market has been exceptionally yep. inflated. But we're not only talking about developers being laid off. We yep. see layoffs across a broad variety of divisions. It's likely that a significant part of that laid off workforce are developers, but it's not all developers. And it's easy to overlook that not all those developers who are getting laid off are now unemployed. Yeah. Instead, there still are loads of opportunities for developers, just maybe not yeah. at the moment at those big Google, Meta, Amazon and so on companies. 
but maybe smaller companies, not super small, but smaller companies. And that can actually be a great opportunity. Good, and it's great point, yeah. for the overall economy, I guess. It is. And I think it's important to understand this as somebody who's looking for a job in that area. Yeah. We know that back when we studied, right? You always wanted to be have the job at the big company. Exactly, That's yeah. a typical thing, a normal thing, but not necessarily the job at the big company, with the big name, is the best job for you. Yeah. So as you said, if you have the skills, then try something else and find a job at another company where you might have more things to do, where you, where you might learn more because you can really change things in there. Yeah. And that's maybe also something that we should think about or consider in the current market. And therefore, I guess our take at the moment is for this whole developer crisis, as I would call it, we are basically back to normal, right? Yeah, so sure. that's all that happened. And maybe we are a bit overcorrecting at some companies maybe, Sure. But at least our thought or what we see in the overall market, it's not that bad. I yeah. mean, it's not good, obviously, but it's also not that no developers are needed anymore. Everything's going to no. crash. And actually, we're not fans of that, to be honest. We always think there are opportunities and things to do Absolutely. and things to learn. And I think the attitude of saying everything is so bad, that's not how we think. And I also think the world doesn't work like that. No. So I think we have an okay situation now with some issues. But if you like development, learning it now is not a worse choice than it was in 2019. No. It's, it's it's not a bad profession to have, I'd yeah. say. There are always opportunities. I mean, uh, alone, the if, if you just consider the opportunity of starting your own thing, your own digital business, Indeed. that's something super attractive, which not a lot of people have, yeah. because it's so natural for us developers. We can start almost any online-based business yeah. With almost without any cost, yeah. and that's not the same if you're if you're a carpenter, for example, you have significant investments to make Indeed. before you can open up a business. So that's a huge advantage. But even if you're not interested in starting your own business, there are plenty of jobs. Yeah. And as you mentioned, a job at a smaller company, and we're still talking about big companies like Walmart, yeah. for example, huge employer employer. Um, maybe there are more interesting jobs there because it's often the, the smaller, the non-mainstream tech companies that may have pretty interesting jobs where Indeed. you maybe also have more responsibility yeah. than you would have in uh, at a, such a big tech company. Because they need the new people, the fresh people that have yeah. the, the, the latest knowledge and want to make things better maybe in the yeah. company and not the way they did it 10 years ago or exactly. for the last 10 years. Exactly, so, absolutely. In our opinion, as you said, this whole tech industry and development market is good. Of course, we are biased, by the way. It's our job, yeah, our obviously. profession, our passion. But if you think about it as objective as possible, there are definitely diverse professions that you can follow or learn. So Yeah, and and I think it's it's not just our, our bias, which of course exists. But if you take a look at uh, forecasts, which forecasts a significant growth in developer jobs over the next years. So if you'll take a look at the unemployment rate, which is which didn't skyrocket yeah. over the last year, and I'm also talking about the unemployment rate uh, for, for tech workers, yeah. for developers and so on. So all these are, are good signs that, as, as you said, that we're just back to this normal state, but there still isn't, we're still not living in a no. world where as a developer, you, no you, wouldn't, you wouldn't find a job or something like that. And I think that also brings us to the maybe last core point of our first podcast here. Because besides that economic trouble, as you might want to call it, there is another thing that we talk about for more than a year now. It's AI, basically. It's AI. It's new. It came in extremely fast, actually. Maybe yeah. unexpected also. Also for us, by the way, kind of, I must say. 
And now the question is, okay, we have this downturn back to normal, but now we have this new element, this AI yeah. topic. And this is the last thing we need to kill all developer yeah. jobs, all tech jobs. And that's also the last core area we want to focus on now in the podcast. And yeah, I must say that now we're sitting here together, but I guess your opinion on that is maybe quite interesting. So what are your quick takes on that AI thing? We'll dive into it in more details. But first thing, if I tell you, okay, Max, you're a developer, your job will be gone in two years. What is your What are your thoughts actually on that? So for one, I think one important thing to note is that the layoffs we're seeing have nothing to do with AI. Uh, we're not having these layoffs because companies suddenly replace all those developers with AI, but instead, for one, it's not just developers getting laid off, as we mentioned before, and second, the developers who are getting laid off are simply not needed. They're not yeah. replaced by AI, they're not needed. Now, looking forward, of course, it's possible that AI replaces some jobs. I mean, we already have tools like GitHub Copilot, yeah. which make developers more efficient because they suggest code, big code blocks, um, and allow you to write code quicker and come up with solutions or implement solutions quicker. Yeah. Um, so we have that, and that might lead to maybe fewer developers needed by an individual company in the future. At the same time, that, of course, also opens up new opportunities because there may be companies who previously weren't able to build a specific application or product because they needed more developers than they were able to afford. And now with developers becoming more efficient, such companies suddenly may be yeah. able to hire developers to build certain applications because they don't need men that many of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's how it has always been, not just in the tech industry, but in the entire history of our economy that we got new tools and those yeah, tools maybe replaced some employees, but led to an even higher demand in the same or a bit more skilled employees with uh, w who were able to use these tools to, um, to, to generate or to build new products and to um, empower companies to do more. As you say, said, it's a normal thing. If you think about the whole industrialization yeah, that happened, exactly. everybody thought, what we read at least, okay, we, won't have a, we don't have to work anymore. Yeah. As turned out, there are still lots of things to do. And I think that's how things will yeah. go in the future. Of course, nobody can predict the future. We also can't. We can't just take the facts we have right now. But I guess that what you said about the new opportunities that smaller companies can build more complex things with less developers is a, a good aspect. But also, I think that we need maybe think in a way that developers also need to adapt their knowledge a bit more. You need to yeah. be able to code, but you also need to be able to use those AI tools. Absolutely. As I said, like Copilot, but we have a ChatGPT course, as you might know. And when we created that course, we also saw lots of things that we have to teach people that we learn on our own, by the way, first, how to use these yeah, tools. And same thing applies to developers. If you want to use GitHub Copilot in your project, fine, but you have to know the, the core skills, how React works, by the way, what a component is. Absolutely. If you don't know that, then GitHub Copilot just gives you a bunch of suggestions, which won't help at all, to build a working complex application. So and, and that's a very good point. As developers, the main thing we do is solve problems. We're not code generators. I mean, we write code, that is what we do, but that's not the hard part once you learned it. The hard part is to write the right code for a given problem 
And the problems can vary quite a bit. You have different yeah. constraints, different requirements for different applications. Yeah. And that is the tricky part, writing the right code for a given yeah. problem. And AI can, can help there, but at the moment, and I'm very doubtful that this will change in the near or midterm future, AI is not capable of writing entire code bases yeah. of complex applications with complex requirements and specifications. And I'm very confident that this is an area where we'll still need developers in many years to come who are empowered by AI, but not replaced. And even if AI could write all the code, create all the applications, etc., I think there is one, one thought in my mind at least, there will be something to do if you know something. That's the that's the point. Yeah. I guess even if if this worst case comes, then we'll we will be able to do something. And I think that's our attitude, I guess. And all yeah. I think that's how you should approach things. And I think therefore that that's basically our take on this AI topic yeah. and this entire layoff. Does it still make sense to become a developer thing? So you say. Yes, it does make sense. <laughs> I would say it, it does make sense. We're yeah. just back to the the normal we had before yeah. the pandemic. And that normal, we shouldn't forget that, was a strong yeah, growth in, in developer uh, jobs. Such a good point. This market grew for years and years and years. And it's That's going to keep growing. We have the internet since when? 20 years? 23 yeah. years? So the, you know what I mean? We have it longer, but really for the, 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 mainstream, public, the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this our thought process is so... It became so, how do you call it? We only think in short periods of time. Yeah, it's so narrow. So yeah. narrow indeed, yeah, thank you. It's narrow. And so I guess our take is really, things are difficult now, yes. But if you think about the last five years, it's not that bad. And we'll see what the next months and years bring, but no need to be totally worried, I guess. Absolutely, Absolutely not. And I mean, they're also, maybe as a finish, finishing thought, at least from my side, yeah. um, there also is like an effect from that pandemic and from that AI boom uh, that that I guess will stick around that we now have more and more uh, opportunities in the digital space. Like mm -hmm. the pandemic, obviously we didn't totally switch to a new normal where everything is done remotely, but yeah. we now have more flexible remote work agreements in many companies. Yeah. Um, we, we also saw that certain tools, certain remote meeting tools like yeah. Zoom uh, can be efficient replacements for some yeah. meetings at least. And these effects I think will, will stick around. And that of course, gives us plenty of new areas of opportunity for for developer for developers because we have more digital businesses than we had before the pandemic yeah. we have more use cases for for digital services and even though we maybe don't need them as much as some people thought during the pandemic it's also not like we don't need them at all yeah. so combined with the growth we had before the pandemic and before all that uh, I think we now have an even better starting yeah. situation. And the same with AI, which improves our efficiency and also opens up many new interesting business opportunities and so on. I guess it's as always, and then we will conclude this, it's not only digital or non-digital. Yeah. It's a mix in the end. So in Absolutely. the end, these tools help humans to live their life, to do their job, whatever. And that's the outcome I think we see yeah. at the moment. And with that, I guess we'll finish that podcast now. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. We hope thanks. you liked it. <laughs> thanks. thanks for being part. We hope you liked it. Definitely yeah. share your feedback yeah. with us. Yeah. We, we, we'll do more. <laughs> we'll do more. And let us know what your thoughts yeah. on this entire situation are. Um, maybe some aspects we didn't talk about, some aspects you agree or disagree. Yeah. And we then hopefully see you back in our next episode. Indeed. And you can also let us know if you have any topics in mind that we yeah. should talk about or could talk about. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs>